Hi, I'm Emily and welcome to the Let Go Studio, a platform bringing artists and therapists together to share workshops, courses and well-being. Creative, healthful living. These are conversations with people that have inspired me in my journey and that are involved in the arts and well-being with the Let Go Studio and beyond sharing and exploring nutritious and creative experiences and knowledge. Thank you for listening. We've done a bit already. Um, we met at Truefields Festival, didn't we? Yes, that was such a great fest- little festival and it was so nice to meet other people in the kind of like wellness holistic field. So it was so nice meeting you there. <laughs> It's a beautiful festival. It's a cancer awareness festival, and it's um, run by a friend um, who Sophie True, and she um, works with cancer herself, and decided to put together a festival um, of lots of different health practices um, to promote awareness around other options um, around cancer. It's actually going to be in September, um, the next one, which is exciting. Will you be there? Yes, definitely. Um, I'm so excited for it. Like, <laughs> just because I think I'm just so proud of what she's put together and what she's created. And, you know, share, I think sharing that message of it doesn't have to be just like drugs and chemo, that there's so many modalities to help ourselves in other areas and support yourself through really challenging times like that. So, yeah, what she's created is so special. So I'd definitely be there. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I've, I mean, at the time, at the moment, it would have been normally in, in July. Um, so a lot of festivals and events are being moved forward. But more space for online things like this and workshops. And me and we both have a workshop actually in two weeks' time. And it's going to be focused on Ayurveda and nutrition, gut health, Um and it's going to be online. It's going to be in two Tuesdays time. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail today. Um, so Jerry um, is an Ayurvedic practitioner and also a custom cutter. And I quite like the two together as, a, as the studio is a, represents artists and therapists alike. You know, not always, uh, they don't always cross over, but it is interesting that they do. Do you know any, uh, can you see any correlations between Ayurveda and custom cutter? Or what maybe tips you from one to the other? Yeah, so at first, for a long time, I I was always thinking, like, oh, I do pattern cutting, and then I've got this other thing that I do, and they're so separate. Um, and then I started to, like, think about it more and more, um, about what the correlations were between the two and why I was, you know, drawn, drawn to um, Ayurveda. Um, and what I <laughs> uncovered was they are both these systems where... Um, I guess you have to, you have to like kind of understand and you, yeah, you have to understand where the root problem is, where, the, what the root cause is. Cause in pattern cutting, if you're say fitting a garment and it's quite easy to just pinch away at something, say some excess fabric and just pinch that out, pin that out. And you could just automatically do that on your pattern, the same adjustment. But if you do do that, then you're not fixing the root problem and then it's going to mess your pattern up and then the fit's going to be all off and go all wrong <laughs> and I guess in the same in Ayurveda where you you have you look at the what the symptoms of the patients um but they might be showing say heat signs but then 
is that heat just true heat or is it also coming from dryness like if you can imagine something getting really dry like like loads of dry wood then that will become inflamed and flammable so you have to think about that in the body as well where is the root cause coming from and the whole practice of Ayurveda is always about finding the root cause of illness and disease so that's what makes it really special because you're treating someone to the core so that hopefully their symptoms and health problems will then remedy themselves 100% versus coming back. Such a lovely way of explaining it and that's important practice in, in most, um, most health practitioners should be aware of and, and something that the mainstream med- medical practice is starting to be uh, starting to practice more, the root cause. Um, so with, yeah, with nutrition having, having um, a, a broad variety is important, but also to think of long-term goals within nutrition. I, um, I did naturopathic nutrition, which does incorporate Ayurveda a little bit, um, as well as lots of different types of um, nutrition. But could you explain a little bit more about what Ayurveda is and, and the different doshas? Yes. So... We, I'll start with what it is a little bit. Um, it's so I already mentioned briefly, it's a holistic health system and it always tries to find the root cause of why someone's ill. And it takes into consideration mind, body and spirit when diagnosing a patient. So it's a really well-rounded approach. Because um, I think a lot of the time in the West, if we just go to our doctors, they'll, they'll look at you and see your symptoms, but they don't have a window into your health uh, in terms of like your lifestyle maybe what your beliefs and your thoughts are and in Ayurveda that is just as important because it sees all disease stemming from toxins and toxins can be from your foods but that can also be from your thoughts so if you're having negative thoughts all the time or if you're if something traumatic happened and you haven't quite processed that and you're just hitting it and hitting it in the body somewhere and that is also going to be a reason for uh, toxins to build and produce disease over time. So that's a little bit about how it kind of works and looks at, looks at people to sort of treat them. Um, and then within that, we have everyone's got their own body type. So it sees each individual as um, completely different because there's three doshas and we are made up of all three, but in different quality uh, quantities. So there's um, Katha, which is sort of earth and water. So it's, they're quite grounded people. Um, they're super friendly, really good listeners, sort of like mo- Mother Earth. Uh, you just want to go and talk to them, and they're really good listeners. And they tend towards um, more problems to do with excess so congestion maybe in the chest the lungs mucus and that sort of thing so cathodosia is is to do with excess and then we've got pitodosia which is fire and water so these people are really go 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 um their minds might be quite fast they'll make good uh ceos like running companies and that kind of thing maybe entrepreneurs because they have a lot of energy to do things, get things done, organise people. Um, and they'll, because of the heat and the go-go-go mentality, they'll suffer from more heat-related diseases. So inflammation, um, 
plexus that and that area tends to be in the middle of the belly so around the solar plexus area uh, so things like acid reflux um, Crohn's disease SIBO that sort of thing that's all in the in the middle be pretty good for people with pitta then right yeah and then sorry you had one more one more one more is vata dosha so this dosha is air and ever so these people are really creative and um, love to love to have freedom and sort of that ethical quality of like floating around and um, they don't really like routine so that's where they struggle they might struggle the most is getting a routine in place because they kind of love that freedom of their minds wandering um, so that's sort of interesting because obviously the mind everyone's mind loves to wander and we have to sort of train it to perhaps not wander so much <laughs> Um, but the body loves routine, so for artists, it's finding that balance between routine and wandering um, to find their kind of like equilibrium. And they, their sort of illnesses are more to do with uh, not enough in the body, so deficiencies. So they might suffer from malabsorption. They tend to have more uh, gas and bloating, so that's in the lower part of the tummy, so the colon area, and um, there's like a, dry, a dryness there as well. They tend to suffer from more dry skin, uh, dry hair. Um, and so, yeah, they are generally like a lighter dosha. Interesting. And so have you ever met anybody that has uh, all three? When we're, when we're born, we have our, it's called your prakriti. So it's your doshic balance at birth and that, and your prakriti is determined at conception. But then obviously we're born and then we go through life and going through life we go through different environments um we eat different foods we have we go through different lifestyles and your prakriti will then change it will come in and out balance and so when i see a client then i i won't normally i'll try to you know i'll have an idea what their prakriti could be but that you're assessing their prakriti which is different it's their current basic state so they might have gone out of balance in one area quite a lot. So then we need to be pulling that back into balance because Ayurveda is also a system all about balance. Um, the way that it works is all about how can we bring um, this thing in back to balance through food, through lifestyle. So, which is kind of nice because it makes it quite understandable for someone how to then put into practice these things. Um, and yeah, I would say. Yeah, I mean, lifestyle is super important, isn't it? Because actually, we can certain parts of our life can, can be quite challenging and can really affect our nutrition and our well-being. Um, knowing somebody's background and their lifestyle, and also how they how they were as children, is so important that we, we need to think about ourselves as a, as a big jigsaw puzzle and put the pieces together as well. Um, and I like how you mentioned about how emotionally um, um, emotions can affect as well as people and, and our diet and our lifestyle you know, everything's connected really um, what's your um, view on, on how gut, how important gut health is in terms of Ayurveda so what I love about Ayurveda is that it sees that basically all disease and illness starts from poor digestion so that's why it is I, I specialise in digestion because I find it so fascinating um, but also because Ayurveda's focus is around good digestion so it was it just kind of seemed like a good area to focus into but 
it sees that all disease starts from poor digestion because if we're eating food that isn't compatible with our body type um, or we already have underlying digestive issues that have just been ongoing which is then going to create more problems in the body because when we can't digest things properly toxins start to build so as soon as anyone has gas and bloating which in the west you know if you have gas and bloating it's not seen as a serious condition um you just you just put up with it <laughs> because i think the yeah western i guess medical field don't really have such great suggestions for gas and bleeding. um but in ayurveda as soon as someone gets problems like that that's basically your food that started to ferment in the gut and as soon as we have any fermentation happen that's when toxins start to build up and over time if this keeps happening then these toxins start to leak into the bloodstream and then these toxins then go around the body and lodge themselves in spaces so toxins like love to hide so they might get like they might go to places like joint spaces where um, there's not much blood circulation and so they can hide in there easily without getting moved so that's when you might start to get sore joints um, and like inflammation around in the joint spaces like that um, and block, uh, blocked lymph as well because they it, that will start to block the lymph if we've got too many toxins because the body's under stress so yeah that's why digestion is so important and as soon as we do notice that a food doesn't agree we shouldn't just keep eating it <laughs> we should take it seriously because we're essentially protecting our body we're protecting it from illness and um but we can remedy these things like if, if we do know that a food you have an intolerance and that i'm saying intolerance versus allergy because they're quite different but we can make the body more resilient and stronger and ayurveda has ways to do this so that we can then start to eat the foods that perhaps we may have been intolerant to um again so it's it's we see things that can we can be things can be reversible if that makes sense interesting um so you met touched upon it a little bit but the digestive system is our is very important um, it's the root cause of disease um, and also very intrinsically related to the liver. So the liver's got a big part to play in the digestive system, but sometimes it isn't always um, always remembered. Um, so, so what what can we what can we do to support the liver, and why is it so important that the liver is is looked after in terms of digestive health and toxic loads? Yeah. So the liver is what basically filters our blood before it is released into the main body circulatory system so we actually have two circulatory systems in a way because we have blood circulation that is for the gut so that's your blood circulation that um happens before before so your food's being digested but it hasn't been checked then so the liver then checks the blood for any toxins before the rest of the blood's released into the body so you're it's basically your liver is protecting your body from toxic buildup. So if then we are eating foods and we're having problems at the digestive stage, then the liver is going to be under more stress trying to detoxify all this blood before it's being released into the main circulatory system. So it's really our little protection tool and that's why we then need to look after it. And um, because obviously if we are eating things that are not good, then it's going to be under stress. So ways to look after it are firstly <laughs> eating foods that are going to suit you and not cause sort of 
uh, gastro problems, but then supporting it through foods like um, your beta carotene, so colourful, bright fruits and veggies. Um, they're going to help protect the liver. Coconut oil is... Pardon? Mainly orange foods as well, orange and yellow. Yeah, yeah, really good because they have... Um, I've forgotten what they... Uh, the free, they fight free radicals. <laughs> That's what yeah. you, you probably know more in that area. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, coconut oil, because the liver, also in Ayurveda, the, the liver is the home of pitta so the home of heat and fire. So we need to make sure that we're soothing the liver as well. And we can do this through soothing foods like coconut oil, because it's cooling, but also it's nourishing. Um, so that's going to help calm any inflammation that may be there down. And then bitter foods are also going to be really good because they promote bile release. So bile is really hot substance and that makes the liver hot. So as soon as we've got any uh, backup or blockage, then that's going to cause excess heat. So eating bitter foods will just help flush bile through the body and out, which will also help cool the body down. So things like kale, uh, broccoli, endive, chicory, um, are all really good for bile release. So those are a few ways to help the liver. Brilliant, brilliant. Yes, it's so intrinsic, isn't it? We have to support our liver, but also digestive health. So I'd like to um, just say for most clients, eating a, a wide range of colours is a really good way of getting all the different nutrients to support the liver and digestive health. Um, uh, variety, I, I like to say variety is the spice of life. So within Ayurveda, um, certain people are, um, depending on their dosha, you would, you would encourage to eat certain foods around digestive support. Um, so what would you suggest if, if, um, if somebody is more of each dosha um, that would support their digestive health um, as, as a baseline? So depending on, like, yeah, like you said, what dosha they are more predominant in um, or which dosha needs pacifying and help. So if, if someone comes to me and they are more vata dosha, so they tend to, um, yeah, they say uh, signs of dryness, maybe constipation, um, maybe a little underweight, then we want to be making sure that we're including nourishing foods and sweet taste. And because in, in Ayurveda, there are six tastes um, and each taste is going to sort of help certain doshas. So uh sweet taste doesn't always or doesn't just include sweet food sweet taste includes anything that nourishes the body and nourishes um ojas and ojas is what we need for it's our vitality um it's kind of what gives someone that glowing look in their eyes and like plump skin and that just healthy radiant look so foods even like meats would be considered sweet because they are building and nourishing so vata would need that nourishment it would need grounding um, because, like I said, they tend to be a little uh, free-spirited and love to kind of like wander, um, so they need more grounding. So root, root vegetables are going to, you know, they have that earth quality, so that they're going to be really good. Um, Trying to stay away from dry foods because they are naturally drier in nature, so dry foods will make them even drier in the digestive tract because then we need more moisture um, it's going to suck all the moisture out and then when we don't have enough moisture that's when we can't then produce enough digestive enzymes because we haven't got enough fluids in the body so that's also going to affect digestion 
Um, pizzas generally stay away from uh, spicy, like because uh, there's so there's pungent taste, and um, pungent can be like hot, spicy. Um, but then you've got aromatic pungent, which are good for kindling digestion. So those would be like cumin, coriander, fennel, turmeric. Um, they're all kind of like a nice medium heat. So anyone, anyone that is trying to kindle their digestion, it's really nice to incorporate those spices in. So pitas can have those sort of spices, but they're going to kind of want to stay away from more like black pepper, dried ginger, um, and ones like that because they're a lot more heating on the body. Um, generally oily foods they should try to stay away from a little bit um, just because oily foods stress the liver out and pitters tend to have more heat already so that's going to create more heat in the liver and the body. Um, sweet taste would also be good for them because it is nourishing and helps soothe the body and um, bitters are going to be cleansing to help release some heat out of the body as well. So that would be quite good for pitta. And then we've got kapha, who tend, I think at the beginning I mentioned that they are the dosha more excess, so they want to avoid, as we all need to eat, be eating all six tastes and things, but um, in, in different degrees. So kapha would want to be eating less sweet tastes, uh, so, and more um, like, uh, what, I can never say that word, so I'm not going to try. But from the thoracic family, there's a yeah, there's a there's another word, but I'm I never know how to say it. But like your broccolis, your cauliflower, um, those sort of vegetables that have more of a like an astringent um element to them. So astringent is drawing in, so it draws in moisture because kaffirs may have extra water retention and that kind of thing. So we want to be eating foods that are going to help draw in and um, sort of tone things and, and pull that excess out of the body through their um, fibre as well. Um, and they are a cold dosha. I didn't really talk, oh, you know, I did, did I mention? So yeah, kapha and vasta are both cold doshas, pitta's the hot dosha. So because kapha is generally cold and they tend to be more, a little bit more sluggish, we then, they can have um, those hot pungent spices. So your black pepper, dry ginger and that kind of thing, because that's going to help stimulate um, everything in the body obviously as, as long as they're not showing any signs of inflammation um, so you yeah you would sort of see where someone's some yeah someone's health issues are at and then create a sort of plan around what yeah what foods do we recommend them because there could be one one dosha out of balance or maybe two so it's trying to balance balance them balancing them all out so the digestion system is something we're, we're really focusing on, um, but it does intrinsically help everything in the body. Another thing that is found in the digestive system is the immune system. And the immune system is uh, what, about 80% of the immune system in the digestive system. Something that, um, that if we look after, can also look after us. Um, do you have any top tips around the immune system and some Ayurvedic insights? Um, yeah, so it's like you said that a lot of the uh, immune system um, is found in the gut, so that's why it's really important to keep it clean and healthy. So making sure that yeah, it doesn't have any excess mucus in, um, and also serotonin is produced in the gut. So as soon as we have any kind of excess mucus or clogging, 
that's going to affect everything um, in the body essentially. So yeah, keeping keeping the gut clean. Um, again, I think make, making sure that you're including like meditative meditative practices and breathing is going to be super important just to help keep everything healthy and going because I think that the breath has so much so yeah so much benefits that it can give and some people don't take that time just to sit down and bring themselves into that parasympathetic nervous state which is your rest and digest state um and another way yeah oh um and I think another another thing I mean it might sound like it doesn't really relate to a degree but I think on that same line as parasympathetic nervous state um we also to help that we want to make sure that we're eating warm hot foods um versus like lots of cold raw foods because that's going to help keep the blood in the digestive tract because what happens when um blood when we're stressed and things like that blood all draws out of the digestive system because it's needed elsewhere it's needed because our mind's too busy the mind needs blood um, our, we might be on the go say like moving a lot so then all this blood draws out of the digestive system and there's nothing left in there to digest our food so we can help ourselves by um, making sure that we're eating warm foods uh, hot drinks and staying away from cold iced beverages yeah, that's important and then I like that you brought in the mindfulness and the mindset as well because that's something that's uh, that's uh, integral um, to support our mind um, our well-being and stress is a massive factor that can affect our um, immune system and our digestive system you're right and how we could be living the most healthiest life and eating the foods that do support us but if we have stress in our life that can really affect our absorption and our and our digestion as well so like in Ayurveda like lifestyle is seen as more important like I guess the, the most important thing before food so you'd want to be looking at a client's lifestyle first uh, because like you said they could be eating all the right foods but if their lifestyle isn't supportive then they're always going to be out of balance like they're always going to really struggle to find that equilibrium so really focusing on the lifestyle first is super super important I would say thinking about stress and mindful eating a lot of people eat on the go these days and that really affects our digestive system, like walking and eating and, mm. and not thinking about what we're eating as well. Uh, so, so all of that can be thought about in, as in mindful eating. Um, is that something that is, you know, you, you, you practice within Ayurveda as well? Definitely. Um, like, it also sees that when we're cooking our food, that we should be cooking it with love. Because if you're cooking it in a rush, like with hate, not with hate, you might not be cooking your food with hate, but <laughs> you might just be cooking it in a rush, not really being mindful about what you're doing, um, then it isn't going to nourish the body as much either. So even from the cooking stage, we want to be um, like, yeah, loving what we're doing. And then when we're eating, appreciating that nutrients. And even before you eat, just thanking it for the nutrients it's going to provide for you. So yeah, eating on the go is like a massive, a massive no-go. <laughs> Um, for keeping digestion strong because again like I said the blood is all drawn out because we're doing too many things at once um, so I think yeah 
it's, it's definitely sounds like a similar along the similar lines of what uh, you believe in as well which is important yeah no, definitely definitely it's, it's so it's amazing i think that we we've touched upon quite a few different areas there that we're all going to be we're both going to be talking about in more detail in our workshop in two tuesdays time yeah it'd be really exciting to to go into more detail um around the digestive system what we can support and also how people can find out whether they you know what dosha they are and um with your insight around ayurveda important that someone sees as practitioner so where where would they be able to find you um they can find me on instagram at wholesome.ayurveda um also my website which is wholesome-ayurveda.co.uk um, and they can come and find me there um i think yeah with with ayurveda i think sometimes people can find it a bit overwhelming to understand how to incorporate it into their lives so i also do run courses on uh, how to incorporate it into your life so that you're given a more direct step-by-step guide uh, to incorporate these practices into your life to make it a more of a sustainable um, thing that you can understand how to do and look after yourself. So that is also something I do offer, as well as one-to-ones. <laughs> well, I think if we say any more, we're not going to have any more to, to share. <laughs> um, what would be your ideal way to relax? creatively. I actually find pattern cutting really therapeutic when I do do it. If I'm doing it not for, not with a deadline, if I just can just like do it at my own leisure because my mind just has to totally zone out and you can't think about anything else because you're just thinking about what you're doing. So I do find that quite therapeutic and maybe not so much relaxing but maybe like a bit of pattern cutting and then a bit of meditating. Incorporate anything into that. Any, any, that being mindfully aware of what you're doing um, suddenly changes it, doesn't it? Like you're, you're so right. When you have a deadline towards something, it's a very different um, task at hand, isn't it? Whereas just uh, doing it for for the therapeutic benefit. So, so for people that are maybe not um, that connected to food, um, creatively, we can. There's a lot of different ways we can actually. Um, bring it into our lives and maybe even drawing food like we have botanical drawing workshops as well which can really help to connect to food and and cooking as a lot of people have a fear around and um, that was my other question what your favorite food was and um, but also how you might cook that too because um, um we can speak about you know what foods are good for this and that but actually sometimes people really don't like cooking so do you have any i any first of all what your favorite dish is maybe quickly how you might make that in an easy way that could be could be um something someone could take away with them and cook today and be excited about okay so i would say so this might sound weird uh, but my fate but i love pancakes <laughs> so it doesn't matter like it doesn't really matter what kind of pancake but i just love any kind of pancake um so that's more of a i guess like a little like a more of a not really a snack food but like a either like a, a company of a meal um so then i would say that i i mainly enjoy cooking curries but i think it's because i learned about the spices and everything in ayurveda um, because i have to say before i studied it i wasn't very confident at cooking um i just I didn't really understand the like spices and what they did and when to put them in. Uh, so that gave me a really good knowledge to 
like learning on a race then go off and be a bit creative with my cooking in terms of making curries and things like that so yeah I love and curries are easy because you just throw it in a pot <laughs> obviously and it's kind of nice like chopping and I quite like the whole preparation I put some nice music on um so I normally choose maybe two or three veggies maybe like a root veggie and then um a couple of other ones like a leafy green and like a broccoli or something and then decide if it's gonna be like a tomato based one I normally I normally don't do tomato actually because tomatoes aggravate pitotatio and my pitta can sometimes be a bit off balance so I normally tend towards a coconut based one so I'll do um water and coconut milk the spices so normally I just go with mustard seeds cumin seeds uh fennel coriander um turmeric that's probably my base that I go with and then coconut oil or ghee so I'll normally cook the spices first in the oil um, and then start to add the veggies and then add the water the coconut and then just let it simmer away and then at the end season it with some salt uh, some fresh lime juice or lemon juice and uh, maybe a little bit of stock and garnish it with loads of coriander and then it's good to go <laughs> uh, yeah if I, I, I might make pancakes or um like a flatbread if i'm feeling if someone's around if, I'm, if i've got a guest over <laughs> um and then i'll probably make some rice as well on the side a, lo a lovely thing to get take away and i think it's, you know, it's really important to take the time to cook and it is hard when we have uh, busy lives but actually making the, the time um i suggested the batch cook as well so if someone's gonna take that time and make that time it's so important to, 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 to cook and and really be there as well yeah put some music on have some fun maybe invite a friend over or do it with the family um and then make a bit more and then it can go in the freezer but to, to bring it all back together i think we're we're going to be we're going to be having a workshop together that's going to focus on digestive health the immune the immune system and also the liver and the lymphatic system some food that is important to have um along the way um, more about Ayurveda, a few things that people take away with today. Yeah, lovely. Thanks for yeah, thanks for having me. That's been great. Absolute pleasure. We'll speak, speak to you soon. See you on Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> see you there. Thank you for listening to Conversations with the Let Go Studio, and the website is letgostudio.co.uk or on Facebook and Instagram, The Let Go Studio. I look forward to joining again and look out for any workshops on all the formats and give us a follow. Bye.